Hi, this is Anita Hummel, the Global Trade Gal. I have spent over 30 years living and working in Asia as part of the global supply chain. I've learned a lot of things through some very hard lessons. So if you're looking for insider tips, experiences, and other information, then you're in the right place. Hi, this is Anita, the Global Trade Gal. This is episode number seven. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about the importance of doing some testing. Now, this is whether you're an importer or you're looking to export, but if you're looking to buy any type of product, it's always good for you to be able to do some testing. Of course, you can take products into a company like SGS or others. You can ask them to test it for you. And there are many companies that will ask you to be able to do this to pass the test. But there's also some products that, some products or some ways that you could do some testing on your own, even in your own home if you want to, just to be able to see how something will withstand. So here's kind of six sort of easy tests that you can do to be able to see how the product will do. And as at Mindoro, my company, we create, develop, and manufacture home decor products and home furnishing products. These are some of the basic tests that we do on all of our products that we buy from others. And we also perform random tests throughout inspections for these. The first one is a finish test. So this is an area where you could have a lot of problems if the finish isn't put on right or if the finish isn't really secure, if it's not done very well. And, you know, there's a very simple way you can do this. You can basically just take a masking tape and you can try to see whether or not the finish will peel off or come off. Obviously, if the finish is peeling off, then you've got a problem because a finish should not peel off or come off, that it should basically be able to withstand normal wear and tear. You know, so some finishes may damage with this, so you need to really understand what type of finish it is. But for most basic finishes, should be able to withstand a basic test with, you know, a masking tape or some type of tape, and you just put it on the finish and see how the finish does. The next one where a lot of people make mistake, and especially this is in home decor, or if you have something which is standing or something which needs stability, is what you call the stability test. And that, you know, basically this is that a product needs to be stable. That is why when we're manufacturing a lamp, we need to be able to put the lamp onto a, um, you know, onto a platform, which is kind of, if I could describe it to you, it'd be sort of like a V-shape from the side so that the lamp is sort of like to an angle. And then the lamp has to be able to stay that way in order for it to be stable. This is because if somebody brushes past it, the lamp then won't fall apart. So the base needs to be able to be wide enough. So you could also do something like that and to make sure that, you know, whatever you're doing is stable. You could add weights at the bottom and you can, you know, check and see how it does with weights and other things like that. But just to make sure that it can pass what we call a basic tip test. Another area where a lot of people make mistakes is uh, through, a, through not, not doing a rust test. And this is really a very simple test that you can perform, especially if you are using something as metal parts and metal pieces. And what you can do is you can put the metal, things like if you have screws or handles or other things, you can put them into a solution of simply water with 20% salt, and you can leave them in there for 28 to 48 hours. If they start to rust, you have a problem. This means that they will probably start to rust. 
So this again is a very, very simple way that you can be able to check whether something has the right finish or whether it is going to eventually rust. Of course, there are some products which are sort of made for that they are not made to be able to withstand this. So if you're buying that kind of product, you might want to know that from the supplier. But if you are buying something that's got screws or little tiny pieces or other things, you want to make sure that those are not going to rust because even if everything else is great on the product except for the screw is rusting, you have a problem. Another problem is the hardware. And this is where, you know, you could have a hardware, like we have hardware on a piece of furniture, we have it on a cabinet, we have it on other things. And in order to make sure the hardware can really be able to withstand, you know, being pulled or other things, we will put weight on the hardware or weight on the shelf or, you know, just put weight on things. So, you know, again, this goes back to thinking about how is the product you have going to be used? You know, is it going to be something that people are going to put a lot of things on? Well, how heavy is it going to be? Does it need to be able to withhold, you know, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 100 pounds? Well, if that's the case, if you want it to be able to withhold 10 pounds, you better put a weight on for 20 pounds and make sure it can be able to withhold 20 pounds. If it's 100 pounds, you better make sure it can be 200 pounds over a period of time. So again, it's just thinking about the product. It's thinking about things like the hardware. You know, if you have like hinges on a box, open and close that box many times to see how does it do. You can hang the box with the hinge with a weight. You can see how long it takes before the hinge actually comes off. Those are all simple things that you can start testing just with your own fitness weights at home and other things to be able to see how a product does. Another one is a cycle test. And we do this test um, quite a bit. This is one of my more favorite tests, as my staff know, because so many things can go wrong with weather. And especially with the way the climate is going these days, where we see a lot of extreme weather. We're seeing extreme cold, extreme hot. So imagine for a minute that you have a product that's in a container. And somehow you get on top of that container. And it's the summer season, or maybe it's the winter, or wherever it is. So, you know, your container could go from extreme cold to being frozen to extreme heat, according to, you know, wherever it's going to be delivered. And so the products that you have inside have to be able to withstand those extremes because a container is kind of a little bit like an oven or like an icebox. So the cold outside, it's going to be colder inside. The heat outside is going to be hotter inside and it could have more humidity because it's out on the ocean. So there's, you know, the humidity is coming in, the water's coming in, all of these different things are coming in. So the cycle test is something that you can basically do again at home, which can help you to be able to see between the extreme hot and extreme cold. And what we do is simply we put something in a freezer and we'll freeze it for like 48 hours. How does it do? In fact, I just recently, um, to this morning, we were looking at, I was looking at some packaging and I said to somebody, put it in the freezer for 48 hours and tell me how it did, then stick it in the oven and then let's see how the plastic did because we want to make sure that plastic is going to be able to withstand. So that's something that you can very simply do and you can actually in your oven, you can put the you know, oven kind of on, you know, not really high heat because of course, if it's too high, it's going to burn it. And, you know, the weather isn't quite that extreme now, but, you know, maybe something around, um, you know, 30 degrees, 100 degrees, um, you know, to 120 degrees, 240 degrees. 
you know, wherever you, th you know, however hot you think it can get. And you can actually put water in there too and you can make your own humidity because sometimes humidity and water will affect things much differently than dry heat. So there again, those are some very like easy tests that you can then do at home. Another one, which is a standard test, which uh, this one I have an entire blog on and uh, you can see all the different standards of it because it can be quite a complicated test and we have a video too, is about the packaging drop test. And essentially what this is, this is, this is the test which FedEx and UPS and others will do and they will want to make sure that the, the product is able to withstand being dropped. And essentially, it, it is dropped on every single corner, you know, all the faces of it. It is, um, you know, dropped from a height according to how heavy the package is. To give you an example, if your package is 1 to 20, um, 21 pounds, you drop it from 30 inches. But if it's 100 pounds to 150 pounds, you drop it from 8 inches. So... You know, it can be anywhere between a 30 to an 8 inches height and you would drop it on every, you know, basically every single side and corner of the package. And then you'd want to be able to see how does the package do. This is actually a very, um, you know, sort of standard type of test that a lot of people will do in the factory. Or if somebody sends you something through FedEx or, or DHL, you can also do that yourself too. And, you know, of course, other, um, you know, other tests that could be done through a professional uh, company that is, is, is checking this would be like vibration tests where they see how does it do when it, you know, shakes on the back of a truck, um, how does it do with incline, a vertical shock test, or a free fall drop test. So those are all different, um, you know, some basic tests that you could look to do, you know, essentially on your own if you're looking to buy a product from, from overseas. You know, you don't really have to have that much fancy equipment. It's just a matter of you thinking about how is this going to be used and where could be the areas that it could have a problem. And then you start to do the testing on that and you check it out and you see. This podcast is sponsored by Mindoro. We create, develop, and manufacture home decor and home furnishing products in Asia with a social conscience. We'd love to have you check out our blog at mindoro.com and sign up for our newsletter. We'll put a link below in our description so you can easily go there. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a thumbs up and leave us a review. This really helps. Thank you again for listening.